The Infertility Podcast is a place of inspiration for every season in life, a resource where listeners can be encouraged to push past obstacles and be motivated by individual stories. The premise of infertility is understanding the season you are in and realizing that there are strategies that can be implemented to enjoy a fertile season. Now on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Infertility Podcast. Uh, This has turned into a little of a mini-series during this pandemic and the topics we've discussed in the past couple of weeks. Uh, This week, I decided I didn't want to start off with any statistics. Uh, What I'm finding is week by week, the numbers become more and more alarming. And I wanted to be sure that I am not taking part of perpetuating uh, fear. And so we won't start off with the the statistics this episode. Um, But I wanted just to discuss a topic or a word really that um, has become commonplace. Uh, And I wanted to do a little spin and talk about this term that has been introduced to us in this season. Uh, and like I said, this this phrase has now become commonplace and it is social distancing. So with stay at home orders and shelter in place ordinance ordinances put in place nationwide in the U.S., social distancing has become our new norm. And the definition of social distancing or uh, physical distancing is a set of non-pharmaceutical interventions or measures taken to prevent the spread of a contagious disease by maintaining a physical distance between people and reducing the number of times people come into close contact with each other. So based on the uh, different ordinances that have been put in place, uh, the CDC and the government has stated, you know, groups of, of individuals should be 10 or less within that group and then also for individuals while we're in public to uh, remain six feet apart and we can see for those of you who have gone and ventured out you can see that businesses have done their due diligence of making sure uh, the patrons are coming in and taking preventive measures Uh, we can see tapes tape on the floor, you know, to show, hey, this is where you should stand. This is where the other individual should stand. So uh, this is a way to prevent um, others from being in close contact. And it had me thinking with all the social distancing that is going on, what are some things that we need to be distancing ourselves from? And the first thing that came to mind was fear and really um, unhealthy thoughts. So we are now feeling the impacts of the pandemic on a financial level. Uh, Businesses are closing, jobs are being furloughed, uh, people are receiving reduced hours. And with all of that, it's natural for us to have fear. But I want to encourage you um, that as things progress, you address your thoughts, you address your, your fears. And we need to understand that we cannot live in fear. Uh, 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, it tells us that we are to demolish arguments 
and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we are to take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. So what does that mean? Whenever you have a negative thought, you need to bring it down to subjection to the word of God. If it does not align with the word of God, you need to push it out of your mind. So yes, there are going to be thoughts of fear, anxiety, of doubt, um, of what will, what will come, but we are to take every thought captive. Um, in the previous episode, I spoke about, um, I, I believe the title of that episode was Uncertain Times. And I was really dealing with um, negative thoughts creeping in. Um, as I stated, I am I have transitioned from one role to another uh, career-wise, and I didn't know how things were going to pan out. And I remember, you know, having some anxiety, having some um, fear, and I remember going into prayer, and God worked it out in my favor. Um, and so it was a sign for me to know um, I have to continue to chase every negative thought with the word of God, with prayer, with fasting. And so um, I want to um, encourage you in this season to remain grounded in his word. Um, write out some verses that will help you get through this time period. Uh, I don't know what thoughts you're um, experiencing uh, during the season, but whatever you're dealing with, find verses, find scriptures, that line up with what you're feeling. If you're feeling with fear over finance, fear over, you know, um, how you're going to, you know, um, provide for your children, whatever the case may be, find verses that match up with that, that you can read over, that you can feed yourself, um, in order to transition through this season. Whatever thoughts you are dealing with, find verses that will encourage you to push forward. So the first thing is distancing ourselves from unhealthy thoughts and fear. The second is social media. So even before this pandemic, social media could be a bit overwhelming. There are so many people arguing, uh, trying to prove their points. And honestly, people have all become CDC experts overnight. So in the past week or two weeks, I've taken advantage of several features on social media that have kept me in a position to protect my peace. So I'm talking about on Facebook, you know, snoozing for that individual for 30 days. Uh, my mindset is, you know, fingers crossed, God willing, in 30 days, this will be all over. So <laughs> snooze them for 30 days. Um, on IG, there's functionality to mute um, post to mute um, stories and all that stuff. So um, if I see someone posting negativity or posting things to, you know, garner uh, controversy, garner attention and negative attention really to due to the situation, then at this point, they are most likely um, on snooze or mute um, at this moment. I have learned a long time ago, you must protect your peace by any means necessary. So if it means muting, snoozing, friends, family, coworkers, asking not to be part of um, you know, group chats, whatever the case may be, do it. No one has time to be living in negativity 
or people taking shots at each other or arguing and all those things. If you feel that removing the person or blocking the person will cause more drama or more issues, then just mute them. Um, so many people are operating in their feelings and not walking in faith uh, and do not allow social media to disturb your peace, to disturb your faith. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, there was so much controversy of uh, churches Um you know, whether they should have church or not have church and have church in the sense of maybe just having the leaders, um, you know, go into the sanctuary and then um, use Facebook Live or what have you. And it became a, 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 dis, a topic of contention and discussion, even amongst believers um, of whether this should be done. And it, it's really disheartening that, um people are taking, you know, certain situations and, and, and magnifying, um, what's going on. And for a lot of leaders, it, it became a point of, you know, should I, you know, host service? Should I not? And it's a, a situation of you, da you're damned if you do, if you're, you're damned if you don't. And so, um, we see that social media really, uh, was the driving force of those kind of conversations and, and that conflict. Um, so just be careful of what you're, you're um, being, you know, taking part of. The third thing is news. Okay. So I'm not saying to cut off the news completely. Um, you need to know what's going on, but don't just sit in front of the TV all day long absorbing all the stories, the statistics, the updates, uh, that in itself can also um, make you feel fearful, okay? Um, as an example, I am an empath. And for those of you who don't know what, a, what an empath is, it is a person with a paranormal ability to apprehend the mental or emotional state of another individual. So I'll give you an example. Um, when I was working in my uh, previous role, uh, I would have an overwhelming sense that a coworker uh, was sad. I would walk by and nothing was off. It wasn't like the individual was crying, but I could just sense something was wrong or something was abyss. So um, I would either, you know, go to the person and say, hey, is everything okay? And then there'd be a floodgate of tears. Or I would just give them a hug and they'd be like, how did you know something is wrong with me? And I'll just be like, you know what? I'm weird. Just, you know, forgive me, but I just want to check up on you, that sort of thing. So um, empaths really experience that. And so for me, um, the stories of what is happening, um, you know, take a toll on me emotionally. So um, more than people, I would say in general, but there's some of you who are listening and you're like nodding, like, yeah, I can definitely... Um, I can definitely relate to this. And so now a lot of these stories are hitting closer and closer to home as the weeks progress. Um, you know, knowing individuals that uh, have the virus, knowing individuals who have lost loved ones. Um, and so those stories are definitely impacting me. So, um, so some may view the stories and walk in fear, but for me, I take the story and I deal with it from an emotional standpoint. So with that said, I don't sit in front of the TV all day long um, and listen to the different slots 
uh, you know, slots of time for the news. I may watch it at the evening time um, and see what's happened throughout the day and get kind of like a recap. Um, I also rely on family and friends to keep me updated and abreast of what's going on, especially my political friends. If certain ordinances are in place or certain things are said that I don't understand, I kind of go back to them and be like, hey, what does this mean? You know, what does what is this going to look like for us? Um, and so that is what works for me. Um, I think for this point, really what I want to drive home is, you know, just don't sit in front of the TV all day. Um, it will make, it will have an impact on you and, um, you need to be cognizant of that. So again, that's what works for me. Do what works for you and be mindful that the news is something you, you have to sometimes distance yourself from. All right. And the last point is, uh, in regards to social distancing and distancing, um, period is, um, we need to get to a place where we distance ourselves some, from certain people and certain relationships. So I have been in prayer in the past couple of weeks, really. And God has showed me that this is a season for me to reflect on myself. And so I think I've talked about this um, in the year of 2020. I am really working on doing the inner work that t- that needs to take place um, for myself. And I encourage others to do so. So as I was in prayer, God revealed to me, you know, an illustration of a puzzle. And so for those of you who do puzzles, especially the a thousand piece puzzles, you know that it is quite a challenge (laughs) to get them done. And so um, what I saw was, you know, the fact that sometimes we're putting the pieces together on this puzzle and we're starting out with our puzzle pieces and then we put them in a certain place only to realize, hey, it doesn't fit there. It fits somewhere else. And so God challenged me and showed me areas in my life where I had pieces that were in the wrong place. I'll say that again. God challenged me and showed me areas in my life where I had pieces that were in the wrong place. So, you know, you have to understand the importance of relationship intelligence. So, Who are some individuals you have kept in your life because of the number of years that you may have known them or the number of years you've been in a relationship? Does that puzzle piece fit? And so I think I've said this before. I've only been in two real um, relationships. And the first one, you know, I was apprehensive of it ending because it was a, a relationship that went on off and on for two to three years. And in my mind, it was like, wow, like I've invested, you know, this amount of years is going to be such a waste of time um, and that sort of thing. But had I not ended that relationship, I would not have met my husband. Um, And there were a lot of lessons that took place in that first relationship um, that really established me and made me know who I was, what I stood for, what I did not stand for, um, what were um, kind of my, the things I look for in a mate. And so had I stayed in that relationship, I wouldn't be in the place I needed to be in um, in the long run. And so that puzzle piece did not fit. It may have been part of the puzzle may have been part of the story, but it wasn't the focal point, if you will. So um, you have to ask yourself, does that puzzle piece fit? Does that individual fit? Are there individuals in your circle that you need to reevaluate? Do they celebrate you? Do they support you? And I don't mean just saying like, 
hey, congratulations and that sort of thing when you achieve something or um, being down, you know, for the cause if you have a birthday brunch and they're down to go and all that stuff. But I um, mean, are they there for you spiritually, emotionally? Are they there for you when you um, do certain things, when you hit different milestones? Um, Is it a sense of uh, them celebrating you uh, and surrounding you with love? So I posted this um, earlier this week that I'm walking into a new chapter career-wise and I mentioned this, go where you are celebrated, don't stay where you are tolerated. So you deserve to be surrounded by people who genuinely love you, who are rooting for you, who are pushing you for greater, who are praying for you, who are standing in the gap for you that when you're not in the room, they're standing up for you. Um, it's not a, a relationship or a friendship fueled by anger, fear, um, gossip, um, you know, contentions, all those things. But it's really a relationship or a friendship that is grounded um, by love. And so I encourage you to pray for discernment um, in this season and ask God, who is it that you need to distance yourself from and for you to understand where all the puzzle pieces actually lie. So I spoke about different ways um, we may uh, let negativity in on uh, social media, the news, our thoughts, and people. Uh, I encourage you in this coming week to do a self-reflection and see what are some things you need to distance yourself from in this time. Uh, we've all been granted the opportunity of a little bit more time than we usually have. Um, and I encourage you to be productive, do that inner work, uh, do that self-reflection uh, and see where it takes you. Thank you for tuning in and I will catch you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Infertility Podcast. Be sure to connect with me via social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Danielle Joseph or on Facebook, Master Mentor and Minister. Or you can visit my website, which is www.iamdaniellejoseph.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.